from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT here inside the Cafe Kubal Studios. You're also watching on Facebook.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT, and on YouTube.com backslash DT. It is time in our broadcast to do something very special we do every single Friday right around 10 a.m. Eastern Time, but I held on to it for a little bit here, and that is the Top Dog of the Week, proudly presented by Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground Dog Boarding. Well, you know that Mike Wheeler is about to join the show, and he doesn't know that I was going to do this, but I felt the need to, so I am doing exactly this. Our Top Dog of the Week this week. Proudly presented by Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground Dog Boarding is none other than Mr. Mike Wheeler himself. He has been here with us in this community for such a long time. He has helped to mold young minds, to coach young minds. He has made OCC a national brand, a national name in the junior college ranks. When it comes to women's basketball and the success of women's basketball in our community, he has been a perennial name for that. I don't think that Mike has ever gotten the amount of credit that he deserves. I've tried on my show to give plenty of credit to him. I think that there's always more to be had. I know he's been humble. I know he gives it to his assistant coaches. I know he gives it to his players. I know that you know he gives it to the people around him. But I can't think of a better top dog of the week than to share this moment with a friend, share this moment with someone that... I care about, I have been honored to work alongside, and when he made the decision to step aside as the coach at OCC so he could spend more time with his family, I didn't have to read it on a ticker or read it in, in a newspaper or see it online. I got a phone call from a friend. Hey Dan, you've been good to me. You've always been there for me. I want to share this with you because it's important for you to know. That type of appreciation, kindness, respect, whatever you want to call it, those are the reasons that you get reminded every day why you do what you do. So the wins and losses, yeah, Mike's had great seasons. Yeah, Mike has put himself in the top few in the country. Yes, I I think this team was on the verge of winning a national championship and being right there many times. But if you ask me what I appreciate about Mike Wheeler more than anything... It's the kindness, it's the compassion, it's the goodness, it's his time and energy. It's the fact that when I picked up the phone, he would either answer it or he would call me right back. He would text me immediately. Danny, I'm in a meeting. I'll get in touch with you later today. He's been there for us. He's been there for the community. He's been there for these young women. He has been there for his assistant coaches. He's been there for his family. And I will never ever have somebody step you know to hear somebody stepping away from something I will never step in front of them and say no 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 you can't do that you can't spend more time with your family selfishly I want Mike Wheeler to be a coach here forever because it means we'll be successful and it means we'll have good leadership 
But as a friend, I want Mike to spend his time where he feels he needs to spend it most. And so much of his time has been spent being a leader. Coaches don't have a few seasons a year. Coaches are coaches 367 days. Somehow they add two more in. They work 25 hours a day. They work nine days a week. That's how I see it. So for this top dog of the week, presented by Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Campground Dog Boarding of East Syracuse, it's easy for me because I would have chosen Mike for this last week, the week before, and the week before that. So with that being stated, it is truly my honor and undoubtedly my privilege to welcome Mike to the show, not as a coach, not as a leader, not as a mentor, not as a teacher, but as all of those things in one human being, and more than anything, to welcome my friend. Mike, I'm appreciating having you here this morning, and good morning to you. And thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for that. Those kind words uh, means a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, Mike, I think, I think if we've learned anything in this world, it's it's that we have to be in a place right now, where you should be telling the people that you care about that you care about them. And if we haven't learned that by now, we haven't learned anything. So, as I said in the intro, I know you've been humble. I know you've been all about everybody else, but. It shows a lot about your character, and it shows a lot about who you are as an individual. Just by giving me that phone call a couple days ago, that shows who you are. And those moments that nobody will ever hear on the air, and nobody will ever share except for you and I, those are the reasons why I appreciate you the most. And I think that we need to tell people that, because in today's world, it's very easy to get caught up in everything. But when you pick up the phone and say, hey, I want to talk to you for a minute. Those are the things that I'll always appreciate. And like I said, those are the things that will never be aired. It's just for you and I, but those are the moments that I really think mean the most to me. And thank you again. And and I think you hit it earlier um, when you were talking about family. Um, you know, and for 20 years, you know, I tried to teach my players and and my athletes that that family is is so important it's family in the locker room it's family um off the floor it's family all around um and i i think no matter what avenue you turn what street you turn down it's always going to be family and you know and i i think that's that's part of who we are as a as an individual as a person and and, and how you were raised um, you know, I'm just very similar to you. I, I was raised in a very um, big Italian family, um, very old-fashioned, very, um, you know, uh, manners, you know, respect. Um, and I think as you grow up and as you start your career and as you um, choose the avenues you want to go down, um, I think the family portion of it always follows you, no matter where you are, if that's how you were raised. It, it just follows you everywhere, through your career, um, through everything. And then you go home to your family. And, uh, you know, I I couldn't say um, how much respect and love I have for uh, my wife um, and my kids. Uh, you know, the support 
that she's given me for, for 20 years and, um, you know, the backbone, um, to, to give me the opportunity to do what I love to do. So it's special. And speaking here with Mike Wheeler uh, on coming off of the news that he has decided to step aside after spending so much time as, as the head coach of the OCC Lasers women's basketball team to spend more time with his family. How long of a process was it for you to come to this decision at this time in your life? You know, um, the realization of it um, probably um, – it probably happened last year, you know, but it, it never was brought to the forefront because I just think, um, just like I think the, the pandemic that has occurred and, and what's going on um, all across the world and our country, um, it, it's affected everyone and everyone differently. Um, but I think the one thing that happened for me was the past year and a year and a half that that I haven't had basketball in my life. Um, and um, it, it gave me a chance to kind of realize um, what I was missing at home and, and what my boys were doing. And, you know, my boys were able to play some hockey last year in January, February, March. Um, and I was able to be there for that. I was able to be there for their games, their tournaments, um, as few as they had, but I was be able to be part of that. And that's something I wouldn't have been able to be part of if I had a basketball season. All my, you know, we travel on weekends or practice and late on, on, on during the week. Um, you know, and I think it was, it was a point where two years ago before the pandemic hit, um, my boys weren't really involved in sports like so much. They would, you know, they would play in their part-time things. They would just, they were just getting into hockey. Um, and, and for those people that know and parents and, and you may know hockey is a very, um, intense time consuming, uh, travel. Um, you're just, you're all over the place. Um, and it just, you know, two years ago, I really wasn't thinking about it, but the fact that I had time in the past year, 15 months, 16 months to, to be home and, and to watch them grow and to watch them do these things. Um, it was, it was nice. I, I never, I never had experienced it because I never was able to. Um, so I think that for more than anything is, is what helped my decision and made it so much easier um do i think if we had a season last year it would have been more difficult to leave possibly um do i think i would have made the same decision um possibly um because i would have realized that um you know the boys are getting older the boys are involved in in their sports and, and stuff like that and i think as a dad you don't want to miss that stuff you know because that stuff you're never going to get back um, I was able to put 19, 20 years into what I love. Um, I gave my time and I, I, I did what I love to do. And, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Um, and I just, you know, it always goes back to the family. And it, this past 15, 16 months, I think a lot of us were able to spend a lot of time with our family. Um, I know many professional coaching friends of mine that in this past year have stepped away as well due to these circumstances because of their family. And I just think it, 
it opened up some eyes for not only me but a lot of us that wow look what you have look what you're missing there's so much time um that you're putting in um and now you you have an opportunity to um spend that time um with, with your family and and concentrate on my kids growing up and, and watching them play their sports and actually maybe get a chance to to coach them and um <laughs> I, I, everyone always asks me you're a basketball coach and um how'd your boys get into hockey um i i don't know how they did but um you know I'm definitely not a hockey guy. I'm learning to be a hockey dad, uh, but I'm, I'm not a hockey dad yet. Um, but I'm learning the ropes, um, and um, I'm happy for them that they found something that they love. Um, and and I'm I'm happy that I'm going to have an opportunity to to watch them uh, uh, grow and play. Speaking here with Mike Wheeler on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside the Cafe Kubal Studios following his retirement as. OCC Lasers women's basketball head coach. A lot of stuff you said there. One of the things you said, Mike, was if not for this time, if you had had a season last year, would this would this have happened? Did COVID cause you to branch off into another direction? Did did this year and a half essentially? give you the time you needed to step back and say, I'm going to go down another line. You know, I I think I'm a Marvel fan and (laughs) between Doctor Strange coming out in Spider-Man's movie and they open up the multiverse and I watched Loki and there's this one timeline and all these timelines open up and, and now there's these different universes. I almost look at COVID and say, okay, did that create another timeline did did what happened in this past year and a half did that really make you like did the pandemic essentially put you in a place that maybe you didn't think you would be in mentally or emotionally that that almost started the wheels turning on this happening i would i would have to say that it it definitely was a big factor in realization um and it actually, when I've always been told, you know, and I've always spoke to veteran coaches that have coached 25, 30 years. Um, and I've always wondered and I've always asked, you know, some of them have retired. Some of them are still coaching part time. Some of them are, um, are still involved. Um, but I always ask the ones that, that left you know, how do you know when it's time to leave? Um, or how do you know it's it's that time for you? Because you've been doing this for so long. If you want to add my high school years, and I've been coaching 26 years. Yeah. Um, so they told me, the few that I spoke to about it, were all the same answer. They were saying, it's actually hit you at one time. It may be while you're driving. It may be when you wake up in the morning. It may be where you're sitting there just drinking your coffee in the morning and, and you're just thinking about things. It just hits you. And what hits you is that you don't have that desire to, you know, you just don't have that desire anymore. And, and you have other things that are in your path that now are 
different. So you, that one path you were going down, the coaching path, it now changes, similar to what you just said in the question you were asking me. Did it change? I think that's how it changed. I think you have many factors involved, you know. I think about, you know, my wife. I think about my kids, you know, my family. Um, what am What am I doing at this point? Or what have I been doing for six months to a year? What have I been doing for 18 months? You know, um, I think that, that, that those all play factors in, 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 in the decisions that you make. But the one thing that I can come back to was I, I didn't miss it. Like, it was weird. Like, and I think that was the part that affected me the most was the missing aspect where here I am 15, 16 months and we didn't have a basketball season and, I wasn't, I recruited, we have a tremendous group, um, or Coach Grinnell um, that took over the program has a tremendous group coming in this year. Um, I recruited, I, I did everything I could do to make sure I, we have a great basketball program still to continue. Um, and I did all that, but, you know, and, and it seemed like after all that was said and done, um, it, it just... You know, I still still was where I was at with my thoughts. You know, I, I just thought it was was the best decision for me. And um, is it hard? I think it is very hard to step away. But right now, for me, it made it easier. The pandemic, the time off, the enjoyment of my family, the enjoyment of everything. I think it made it easier. Yeah, you know, and I think it it kind of it causes us all to kind of see what we were doing, what we what we weren't doing, and I I can't imagine that it doesn't change your life. You know, I I think I think it changed all of our lives. At least it should have, in a positive way. Hopefully, you know, changed all of our lives in the sense of it helped us to really see what we wanted. And where we wanted to go with things, you know, I, I think I think looking back on this, you know, it, it my thing to myself was, oh, hey, OK, and well, now you're taking more time to cook dinner. Don't forget that. Oh, you're spending more time with mom and dad. Don't forget that. Oh, you you called your friends a little bit more. Don't forget that. Oh, you've been going to sleep a little bit earlier. Don't forget that. You know, I, I think the thing is, once you start getting getting into the normal run of things is to not forget that. So for you, was it just kind of, you know, now that I've been able to travel with my sons and I've gotten to see this and I've gotten to be around it, you know, did, did that part of it just kind of hit you like, Hey, I love, I, you know, I I love these girls. I love building this team, but I'm not going to be able to do this. If I do that, I mean, did, did the stuff you got to do in the pandemic, because a lot of us got to spend more time with loved ones was did that kind of hit you like okay well you know things go back to normal that's great but if things go back to normal i'm not going to be here as much did that kind of hit you yes and that that's 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 the stuff i was talking about you wake up in the morning you have conversations and you know and with my wife and but those little those car trips to you know, Rochester in, in February when, you know, we go play in a tournament or you know, we go play two games in Rochester. I'm driving, you know, and we're all, my wife's in the passenger seat and the boys are on the back. We got hockey bags packed up to the ceiling, you know, and it's a Saturday morning. Um, in a normal year, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm in the gym. 
I'm preparing for a game. I'm, I'm doing something um, to prepare for basketball. Um, so you you think about that, you know, and, and then you look in the mirror and you see that they're 11, 8, and 6, and, you know, this is the biggest time of their lives, you know, and I've lived, you know, I've, 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 it's not like I put two or three or four years into coaching. I've put 26 total years into coaching basketball. Um, so I've done it. I've done my time. Now, do I think I'll go back down the road? You know, I, I would love to see what the future holds for, for coaching again. Um, I just know right now is the time I just need, um, I, I need to be, doing what I'm doing with my kids and my family. Um, and I don't think anybody, you know, there's been so many people out there that say they stepped away, they retire, you know, and then years, a couple of years later, they're back doing something else in, in the coaching field or something that they were doing just because, you know, it's, that's what, that's what the time brings for them, you know, and maybe the times change, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I know right now in my life that this was the, the decision, the best decision for me, um, and, and my family, and I'm very content and happy. You know, and, and so for you, what is what is this chapter? I mean, it, you know, I, I know you're going to spend a lot of time with with your boys and with your wife and whatnot. But what else does this chapter have for you? How will you fill up your day, knowing that your day has been easily filled up for almost three decades? Um. You know, I think the biggest thing and the only thing that chapter or what changes for me is, you know, my day, you know, I get out of, of my, my, get out of work at 430 and then I'm over at the gym and practicing. So I think now that, that what changes is I get out at 430, I go home and pick the boys up and bring them to practice and stay at practice until seven o'clock at night. So I'm just doing a different thing. I'm being a dad, I'm being chauffeur, um, and, you know, um, I didn't think the first couple months of retirement would be me sitting in a ice hockey rink with a sweatshirt on and, and gloves and hats um, and long pants like I'm going to ski um, because you know I'm I'm in <laughs> I'm inside a gym for for my entire life where I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt you know and or. You know, if I'm coaching a game afterward, you know, I'm wearing my suit, but still very minimal. Uh, so it's a big difference that I see myself doing that right away. Um, no, but am, am I excited to do so? Absolutely. I can't wait. Um, so that's that's going to be where all my time goes, you know, is, is where do I have to have them this afternoon? You know, my, my two little ones are playing hockey and soccer. Uh, my oldest is playing on a travel hockey team. Um, so... You know, we'll have schedules, we'll have the calendar. Um, and this is all prior to COVID in 2019 and 20. There was no schedule for practice for kids because they weren't involved like they are now. Um, and so now that's I, that's probably going to be my, my, my thing from this point on is, you know, get out of work at 4.30, practice games, and then schedules on weekends and um you know, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be different. But again, you know, it's it's what the future holds right now for me. You know, and um, supporting my wife. My wife just currently uh, 
took a, um, a vice principal's job. So she's, she turned over a, a new career move for her. Um, you know, and that, that's, for me, I like to be there and support her as well. It's just as a new gig for her. She supported me for 20 years, yeah. you know, and, and, and now it's time for me to support her and my family, you know, and, and, and whatever she needs, because this is something that she worked very hard at. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for her and her, her new endeavors and, and, and so on and so forth. And I'm excited for me for, to see what the uh, future holds. Yeah, you know, and, and for your wife, when you say that you're going on these trips and, you know, you're you're getting things ready and you're going out there and, and the hockey equipment is filled to the ceiling of the car, not that you didn't appreciate it before, but did you look at her at all over the last 18 months and just go, did I marry Wonder Woman? Like, who is this woman? To see that, I mean, did, did you ever take a look at her and go, how do you do this all by yourself? This is exhausting doing this with two people. It's it, uh, over and over again. You know, and again, I probably don't say it enough, but after going through it and and knowing what she went through and what she still does to this day, um, it's amazing. She's an amazing woman. And, you know, to, to, to not just get one ready, you, you got three. And now we have two going one way and one going another. So you have to figure out how one's getting there and the other two are getting to their prep because they're not in the same level. So they're all over the place. And we may be in Rochester for a tournament and the other two might be in Syracuse for a tournament. So it's like, holy cow, you have to figure this out. And again, I say to her, I don't know how you did this. I, then I was the boys had practice last week and I'm putting hockey stuff on in, in the living room. And they, each one of them looked at me and said, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I put a chest pad on a knee and a knee pad on a shoulder and my sons are going, dad, where's mom? You know? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I said, listen, what do you want from me? I'm trying. Um, so, Again, <laughs> I'm going to be learning how to dress hockey players. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it's it's just been and yeah, you realize what she did for so long, and uh, you know I can't and tell how much more you appreciate uh, your wife and, and, and family. Yeah, for sure. And I coming from Mike Wheeler here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Uh, a final final piece here, Mike. What what do you want to say to OCC? I mean, two decades. What should they know? Well, just the opportunity, you know, being thankful for an opportunity to, to start my career here and, and, and start the women's basketball program, you know, 19, 20 years ago. Um, and to be, um, you know, to, to, to give me an opportunity to, to do what I love to do and, and teach and coach and um you know, it, it's, it's been great. And, you know, to, to almost two decades of, of being part of this, it, it's, it's been, it's been a great opportunity. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm excited for Kelly, um, to take over the program. It's, it's so nice to, to have someone that played for you and someone that was on your staff for seven years, um, to take over, 
you know, I always called it, it was like my baby. I started at 20, you know, and now you have someone taking, taking over for you. And it, there couldn't be a better person to, to step in at this role um, because she knows what it takes to win. She knows what program we've had. She's been part of the program. Um, and she's worked with me for seven years. So it's, it's exciting to see her kind of like, you know, uh, uh, it's a new beginning, you know, and, and, and I'm really excited for in the program. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think it's, I think it's going to be amazing for this. Like you said, I mean, do, do, does it make you feel like it's in that to have it? And, and I understand that completely, you know, it's your baby. My first show on you courtside at Marywood university, that, that was my first baby. And to hand it off, you know, to hand it off to somebody, just hoping that they take care of it. Did you, know, I mean, for you to, to hand your baby off to somebody that, you know, and somebody that worked on your staff and somebody that played for you, do you, do you almost feel like, okay, I don't know if I want to let go of this, this baby, but I know that you're going to raise them. Right. I mean, do you feel that Kelly almost gives you peace, so to speak? Yeah. There, there isn't a better way to put it than that. It's, it's a great, great feeling comforting you know to know um it's someone that is is part of what you did so so it's it's really it's it's great to have that feeling and to know that the program's going to be going and continuing in the right direction and i want to make a, a note here you know we talk about our kids and these being our babies well my mother is a very supportive and awesome woman and fantastic person and a great friend too and she's always supporting her baby. And she just uh, wrote out to you, best of luck, coach. Enjoy your new journey. So if you're going to get an endorsement from anyone, I-, I would say that my mother's a pretty good one to get. So I wanted to share that with you today. I appreciate that. And make sure you um, thank her for me. That's great to hear. I appreciate it. That coming from Thanks. Mike Wheeler. Mike, we got we got plenty more stuff coming up here and some other things to do together. But for this morning, I want to uh, thank you so much. I know you have a lot of stuff I'm sure you're taking care of, but God bless you as always. And thank you for just thank you for letting me be a part of this journey and a part of whatever is to come. You know that you're always going to be welcome here and you always have a place here. But thank you more than anything for the phone call, the level of re- respect and kindness and, and friendship that you've shown me is the thing that that I value the most so I know there's a lot more stuff we have to do and more ideas that I have but I just want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for how you've treated me and thank you for your time because time is precious oh thank you very much Dan and you know I, I, not only that I think he is family we've known each other for such a long time and uh, um, I appreciate all you do for the community as well and, and, and the time and effort you put in Thank you again. Absolutely. I look forward to talking with you soon. Now go go rustle up those kids and get them all dressed and put the pads on the right way today, okay? Thanks a lot, Dan. All right, take care. Take care.